This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Enterprise BizBytes. It is Tuesday, the 29th of August, 12.06 here in the studio. My name is Rich Bradbury, and I'm joined by... Roshan Kanesin. We're going to be with you for the next uh, 45 minutes or thereabouts. Uh, and, of course, it is uh, Tuesday, so it's Tech Tuesday. We've got web threads, hum searches, open AI buys, and TikTok walks. So or, can you say that five times? I can. <laughs> no, but I'm not going to. I'll be tripping up all over the place. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us regarding our topics of the day, get us on our U-Mobile WhatsApp number 018-789-8899. Of course, we are on X. It is BFM Radio. Yes, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, I know what was going to happen. I know where you're going to go. Yeah. Um, speaking of X, let's mm. jump over and walk on a little thread here, shall we? Okay. Uh, Meta's Treads, uh, designed as a Twitter competitor, has released its web version. Finally. After, I think, much anticipation. Um, the update aims to improve user engagement, which has dropped off a cliff, as we've, <laughs> as we've read, <laughs> and uh, addresses the frustration, I think, for a lot of people. Because, yes, mobile is important, especially with the consumption part, but the creation yeah. part and using it while you're doing other things, um, the especially because it's written, mm. having a desktop version of it is really important. To be fair to Threads, this was always a rollout, right? Mm, and mm. they're dripping it along also because each new feature is going to bring up some level of excitement, I guess. Um, but yeah, so hopefully this brings up using engagement, um, allowing users to navigate their feeds, post replies, all those good things uh, from the browser. Are you still using Threads right now? I mean, the two of us were quite quick to jump on it and we're using it quite you know, intensely the first yes. couple of weeks. Yeah. After that, though? See, the the thing is, I'm not so much of a... I don't use social media as much as I mm. used to. And my main one is Instagram. Mm. And even then, it's it's like an afterthought nowadays. Mm. Um, you know, I go there to check stories and things like that. Uh, but even then, it's on, it's it's mostly the... You know what I'm checking a lot of the times? I'm checking the chats, the DMs. Because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. my friends are sharing reels and all these sort of things. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the end of the day, kind of look at it and be like, oh, this is funny. And some of the reels are just so funny. There's so, so many good ones. But you know what's weird is since um, Threads launched, I have stopped using X stroke Twitter as much. Yeah. Which is weird. And I thought I, I'd, you know, if, if I jumped over to, to threads like I thought I was going to do, obviously, and then stop using Twitter. But it's neither. I've stopped using both. That's an interesting dichotomy because I feel similarly as well. Mm. Um, it feels like, you know, there are a few things that have, that have happened. And um, with Twitter's rebrand and all of that, it, first and foremost, you're kind of not seeing it there. Yeah. So it's that little bit of like that habit that used to be, oh, let's click on the blue bird. Yeah. It's not yeah. there. Threads hasn't built that habit with me. Right. So I think, you know, I it's an afterthought. I forget to open it up. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would probably, I guess if I used it more more consciously, I think it'd be interesting. Um, the only reason I'd pop on to X nowadays is again, to as I mentioned this before, I have lists that I use there. One is for F1 yeah. and one is for football. Right. So when F1 and football is not around, I'm not checking those lists. Right, right. Um, so obviously I was checking it over the weekend as well mm-hmm. because both F1 and football were ongoing. Well, folks, uh, if you're tuned in and you're listening to us, of course, uh, let us know via uh, your mobile uh, WhatsApp number, uh, 018-789-8899, or get us on X and let us know if you're still interacting with either or, uh, and we can have a bit of a discussion about that. We are on threads, I believe, as BF. FM, but we uh, we very rarely check that whilst we're here in the studio. No, I don't think so. And yeah. uh, now there's a web version. So now, now there's a web version. See, 
honest to God, the reason that we couldn't is because we used the web, we yeah. used the desktop for yeah. all of that uh, good stuff. Uh, the interesting, the one more thing to add here, I guess, is what else they're going to be bringing on, right? So we're talking about uh, content search hashtags. Mm. These are all crucial for content discovery. And I think while that's still missing, your ability to interact and learn and explore mm. is going to be uh, diminished. Mm. And not to mention, I think there's no... Um, DMs there mm. just yet, which mm. is also a really powerful thing. It's very useful. The exploration part and dis- the exploration and discovery part, which X and Twitter are really good for, is still missing from threads. Mm. And that will be mm. a big part of them. And maybe that will take time for them to introduce because these are all quite heavy features. I am glad, though, that they have now, there is now a desktop version or web based version, whatever, because it does actually mean that I can actually look at it and use it whilst I'm at home yeah. working on my desktop and not have to be checking my phone and be distracted every couple <laughs> of minutes, you know, because that's essentially what will happen. Okay, let's move on then. Um, now, YouTube, they're testing a new feature uh, that allows users to identify songs by humming, uh, singing, or playing a snippet of a melody. Of course, it, it's similar to the functionality of the uh, Shazam app. Um, and now this, owned by Apple. And this, yes, this feature aims to... Also rolled into iOS, right? Yes. This feature aims to help users find the title of a song when they have a melody in mind but can't remember the title. How many times has this happened? All, All the, the time. time. Now, it's still in its test phase on YouTube with a... Uh, small percentage of Android users. Uh, so you can access this feature by clicking on the voice search option within the YouTube app and recording themselves humming or singing the melody for at least three seconds. Go on. Yeah, and, and uh, the thing to note is that this is new to YouTube, but not new to Google, right? Because they've been using this for some time. Google's is really good. Yeah, so now when you take that and you apply it to YouTube, now YouTube yeah. is an interesting beast right now because YouTube music is quietly growing in the yeah. background and yeah. I have to say it's quite good it's quite impressive yeah. because you're also getting access to the YouTube covers and stuff that people are putting up on those platforms I mean Every weekend, if we're chilling in the patio, my father is putting on YouTube uh, music videos uh, because of all the cover uh, singers that he likes. And he's just putting it there yeah. as opposed to actually using Spotify or something yeah. like that. So YouTube has has a little bit of a, a strong area there. I think this is just going to make it better. That um, has been happening in my house as well, uh, particularly over the weekend. Um people were coming into my house and instead of going to Spotify, it was straight to YouTube. Because Indian covers are really, 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 really good there was so on many. YouTube. Yes. Uh, and they have, they, they have, they're filmed so well and, you know, they're beautifully done and they're tourists, you know, it's always about pushing a tourist destination. But again, this is not a review of Indian music on YouTube. But th- this is the interesting thing, right? So the tech, not only will it just recognize the music and suggest official music clips, but it also um, look at user-generated content and shorts uh, related to the song as well, and which I think is a YouTube. great idea. Because Spotify has, you know, it's it's songs, right? Official yeah. covers, official music. Well, YouTube has this whole library of yeah. user-generated content, and it's the second biggest search engine in the world. It's yeah. really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things going on there. Shorts also picking up a lot of steam. See, we talk a lot about um, social media killers and competitors out there, but, you know, Shorts is quietly come in and is really growing quite strongly. I know a lot of people who use shorts uh, for their content and they are doing very, very well, outstripping, in fact, their Instagram user base because of how much interaction they have on it. And YouTube is the OG of monetization. And not only that, but discoverability as well is what they've been mainly using it for. It's really, really powerful for that. It used to be that you used uh, TikTok and Reels to get, or Instagram to get people to discover who you are and then jump to your YouTube. That's right. right. That's the 
long game, a social yeah. media game. Yeah. Shorts has been able to bypass that. And instead of having to go to a different app, it's all within the same yeah. app here. And you're able to discover more content. I'm discovering more. Con- I'm, I'm a heavy YouTube user. In fact, of all the mediums, uh, Instagram, whatever, I use YouTube the most, which is why YouTube Premium is my favorite thing. I love YouTube. The only I'm reason not, I haven't yeah. jumped to YouTube Music right now is because of all my playlists on Spotify. I'm a bit sad to leave them alone. Well, YouTube's library of music isn't as comprehensive mm. as Spotify just yet. Uh, but I, I think it's only a matter of time before I move over to YouTube Music, but that's a separate discussion. I, for I think, day. as I mentioned to you maybe a couple of weeks ago, my only issue with YouTube right now is since I recently started using uh, an Apple TV, um, my YouTube algorithm uh, suggestions have not been as good and do not refresh as often that's as they really do interesting. When, on my phone. So far, mine have been pretty good. I've been using on the Apple TV as well, yeah. but maybe just the refresh rate is not as high. Yeah. The one thing I'd like YouTube to introduce, since we're talking about features, is you know there's been rumors of them looking at a podcast feature. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you can get podcasts on YouTube through the video stuff, but I want an actual Spotify, Apple podcast competitor on YouTube, YouTube podcast, whatever it is, for pure play audio podcasts. If that happens, I can see Spotify being in a bit of trouble, although they do have uh, a bit of a wall to gut, a stranglehold over the, the they're a verb, right? Mm. Uh, they're, they're known for music, but that would really help because with the search, the searchability that you have on uh, YouTube, content creators really, uh, a lot of them are on there. Long form is, YouTube is the place for long form mm. at this point. Mm. Um, a YouTube podcast feature, whether it's baked in music, YouTube Music or, or a separate app, could be really, really mm. good. Okay, let's take a short break. Folks, if you have anything to talk to us about, get us on our U-Mobile WhatsApp number, 018-789-8899. On X at BFM Radio. A couple more stories coming up after the break. OpenAI and their first acquisition. Let's see if you can guess what it is. And then coming up at the end of the show, a new trend on TikTok. Of course, there's always a new trend on TikTok, but this one, a little bit different. Don't go anywhere. We've got some messages and some music coming up from Van Halen in a minute uh, with Can't Stop Loving You here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Books, figurines, movies. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Enterprise Biz Bites. My name is Rich Bradbury and I'm in the studio with Roshan Kennison. Tuesday, 29th of August, 1220 here in the studio. Of course, it is Tech Tuesday. If you're only just joining us, we've had a couple of stories already. The web version of Threads finally has dropped. And of course, uh, just before the break, just hum that tune to find the official version <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, now, of course, it wouldn't be Tech Tuesday without any discussion of uh, AI. Um, and of course, we do have a story on AI, in particular, open AI as well. Really interesting story here. The first acquisition since they've uh, formed in their seven-year history. Yes, open AI, the company behind products like DALI and ChatGPT, uh, made its first ever acquisition in seven-year history, as Rich mentioned, by buying global illumination and AI design and development uh, uh, development startup based in New York. Uh, I don't find I can't seem to find any notations in terms of how much uh, they could have spent on this acquisition. So. I think that remains undisclosed. Uh, but the move does reflect uh, basically an increasing focus on utilizing AI tech for design and user experience and yeah. will help open AI, I guess, bring more 
um, user experience and a, a better customer experience or at least usability to the technology. This is something I think we talked about a week or two ago, Rich, like a lot of resources in Silicon Valley are being pointed towards um, designers in the yeah. AI space and creating that product and customer journey that makes sense, right? Creating the next Instagram, the next uh, Facebook, uh, that sort of thing. And while ChatGPT is one element, um, there's got to be more than just ChatGPT, right? People are working on. I, I've just been di- doing some digging on Global Illumination. So we know they're a digital product company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they worked on a project called Biomes. And if you look at Biomes, it's something very similar to um, Minecraft, right? Minecraft, yeah. yeah. So it's an open open source uh, MMORPG. But looking at the people behind it on the team. That's the interesting part. You're yeah. looking at people from Facebook, from Instagram, from YouTube, from Google, from Riot Games. You know, these are not small names. And what's really interesting is that these people worked on product development. Yeah. Um, So it's essentially creating this, uh, the expectation here is that they'll be able to turn the tech into products. Right. Um, which is good going to products be as well. Good products. I mean, hopefully, good products. Well. Um, whether they're good or evil, we'll find out later on. Uh, but it, it, it's interesting because you need that top layer, right, mm. where the customer interacts, the consumer interacts with AI. Mm. You can have all the fanciest tech in the world, but if you don't have something where people can use a very clear product journey, customer journey, um, they're not going to really use it. It's not mm. going to hit mainstream and become part of the zeitgeist. Um, where else, like, if you take a look at crypto, for example, it's it's very technical, it's difficult to use. Uh, Luno has made big strides in making it more com- uh, consumer acceptable. Um, but if you want to do the, all of the fancy stuff, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. So when, even when I spoke to, I think I spoke to Ludo last week and talking about the things they're working on in other countries and bringing and trying to bring it here, things like making staking easier, for example. And Buying how, NFTs, for example. All these different things uh, because you have to make it simpler. And if you're talking about it from a perspective of like a payment system, mm. well, it's got to be easier than using a crypto wallet and, you know, yeah. my MetaMask and this and that. And see, immediately once you talk, say the word MetaMask, people have turned off. I, I was just going to say, yeah. Uh, and, and that's what the idea of, of things being complicated you know, that's that's the main turnoff. I, I've, you know, we we've spoken to people who want to be able to buy and trade within uh, NFTs or, or whatever it is, and that moment that you say to them, okay, you have to have a MetaMask and you have to join this website, and then you have to, and you know, you're, you're putting five or six exactly five or six sorry, steps. What, what, oh, sorry, Rich, I, I dozed off a little bit. <laughs> five or six steps, and th- these become barriers, Friction points, barriers, yeah, and people just don't want to do it. You one click, two clicks, done. People mm. will be all over that stuff. And these folks have worked on tangible products within digital mm. products within uh, Instagram. Even I think uh, the founder uh, was uh, he worked on the algorithm mm. uh, at Instagram back in the day. So these are going to be interesting. So how to use LLMs, l- large language models, as the back end. Mm. and power other apps such as ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is the most direct way of doing it, right? Type in, get an answer. So that's like your search engine. So that's your Google or your Google search uh, uh, version of this. What are the other versions, Mm. right? Mm. What are the other versions of the new iterations of of social media? What would that look like? Mm -mm. How can you apply this technology there? So that's what the designers are up to. It's not about making the thing look nice. It's about using that tech, connecting it to a, uh, a medium that works and building new products out of it. So right now, you and me can sit here and discuss it, but we don't actually know what what they're going to come up with, right? Because you didn't think Instagram was going to be Instagram until Instagram came out. It's going to be a super app. I, is it though? I I, yep. I, 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 I don't yep. know. Yep, yep, yep. Mark my words, it'll be a super app. It'll be one app and you'll be able to do 
AI generative art, generative art. There'll be uh, social media rolled into it. ChatGPT will be, I guarantee you, because it just makes sense. You know, you, you create one product, one name behind it, and you break it all off into these separate entities. It's going to create more friction. You put it all under one roof. Yeah, uh, on that side, I guess I understand what you're saying there. But, you know, because of the, you know, now backed by Microsoft, you're going to have, I mean, as it is, they've got two separate products for their enterprise solution, yeah. right? So you've got Bing Chat Enterprise, which yeah. is the Microsoft solution, but ChatGPT also has an enterprise feature, which they just they've launched. just launched, yeah. So even there, so you, you've got you've got market segmentation in terms of how you design that product. Yeah. Uh, so ChatGPT is that first iteration. Um, yeah, I just want to see what kind of consumer products. Because right now, it's all a lot of B two B kind of things yeah, going yeah. on. Interesting that uh, they they launched the enterprise product this uh, just this morning as well. Uh, this morning or yesterday morning. The interesting thing about that is there is currently no prices uh, price listed on their <laughs> website, and the only way you can find out their price is by contacting their sales team. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, with that out of the way, let's get on to our fourth and final story. This this kind of made me laugh a little bit. This morning. I'm sure. Let I me did. get through it, and then you'll see why. Um, so. A new trend, bear with me here, a new trend um, called silent walking, and it's emerged on TikTok, which encourages people to take walks without distractions like smartphones, music, or social media, which is, quote, reminiscent of a time before the era of constant digital engagement. So we're talking about walking. Now... Rich, as someone who I, I kind of understand, well, so the reason I laugh is because this is something I was doing years ago, right? Uh, most human beings throughout millennia. No, but but you you think it's like yeah. that, but really, when you're going for a walk, how often are your earpods in? Um, how often are you listening to a doing podcast? I've stopped doing to that. music. Ask someone to go and uh, work out in the gym without music. Correct. Working out different. The only time I now put in my earpods, I AirPods when I'm out is when I actually, let's say if I get into a mall or a supermarket or whatever, that's when they get in. Correct. So with this influencer, she was recommended to stop doing cardio and start doing walking, 30-minute walks uh, for whatever reason. And there are reasons for that, I'm sure. Now, the thing is when we're so used to covering boring activities like this, With stimulus. Right, right, right? exactly. There's a reason why dopamine fast exists. It's yeah, because yeah. we're so used to stimulus. So th- this is the thing, right? So this TikToker, Mandy Mao, uh, unintentionally in- initiated the trend by sharing her experience of walking without distractions. But she shared it on TikTok. So... But I think it's sharing post, right? So, it, it so is, you're yeah. only supposed to be. I'm just quiet. Mock, I'm just mocking the idea behind it. Anyway, hey, if it gets more young people to, I would start love being to see more that. mindful. I would love to see that. Not only that, but you know, put your phones away when you're having lunch. Put your phones away when you're having dinner. There, you know, who knows? Maybe this is the start of a revolution. If you've got to eat, <laughs> sleep, or use the toilet, that's when you shouldn't be using your phones. You know, those three times when everything should just be focused on that one event. As we're talking, I'm pretty sure, so I can see through the glass here that uh, our intern is on his phone and on the laptop at the yeah. same time yeah. while he's listening to us. Yeah. So, you With know, that said, though, we're here in the studio. You've got what eight screens in front of you. I've got three but screens I'm, in but front I'm of me. I'm only looking at you, Rich. Uh, yeah, whatever, lad. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to say goodbye for today, though. But you know, just before we do, it, it, it's you're right, and it's this idea that we have to. We there are people out there that really do need reminding that you don't have to do everything connected via headphones or on your phone or on your smartwatch. When was the last time you went out without your phone and just used your watch? So this is why I love the Apple Watch, right? So I can go for my walks in the evening, leave yeah. my phone at home, turn it on, turn the watch on, do not disturb. This is why yeah. I don't have the, G, the, yeah. the, the, 
the yeah, watch the mistake, with the uh, with, SIM card. Yeah, I did so that. So I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So it allows me to go for a walk while having the time and the the, the workout app, all of that. Yeah. And it's quite nice because once you start doing it a few times, it's uncomfortable the first uh, few times course, you do it because yes. you're not used to this lack of stimulation. Being untethered. Exactly. And it's mm. like, oh, I should be learning something. Mm. I, I, there is this overproductivity situation, mm. right, where we need to be doing something at every minute in order to maximize our productivity. Yeah. Um, but the reverse of that is if you give your brain time to kind of process things and move and walk, it actually does help you in the longer term in terms of your own mind, mindfulness and your own ability to, I guess, know what matters because if you're constantly doing how do you know you're doing the right, right. things you know back in my day it used to call it used to be uh, getting bored you know boredom has become a bad word but it shouldn't be because it's really it, powerful it, it's that time when you start thinking about things you know and I'd, I'd say to my how many great ideas come in the shower you exactly. know it's like you, you need that boredom for serendipity and ideas I would go if, if I'm going back years ago you know and I'd say to my dad dad I'm bored <laughs> you know what he used to say to me only boring people get bored ooh. and I was like ooh you know and he'd be like find something to do you know make yourself busy think about something use your brain a little bit and we've become so reliant on, on, of having that instant answer. We're, we're addicted yeah. to the, the stimulus, the dopamine hit that comes when you yes. get a message, when you get this, when you get likes. Uh, so actually, you know what, while we we are making fun of the silent walk, I think it's important for more people to do things like this, even yes. if it's even if it is whether it's walking, working out, five minutes in, with by yourself and your thoughts. Yes. It can be very powerful it, and you it build it up be. over long term. It can be. And on that note, we're going to say goodbye for today, of course. That's all the time Keep we have. Keep a bit of quiet time. Enterprise Biz Bites today. If you miss any part of the show, don't forget you can download the podcast wherever you normally get it from. We recommend the BFM app, though, because it's very nice. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Uh, coming up after the one o'clock news, though, is a breakfast grill replay. And the world has said final fa- a final farewell to zero COVID measures with China lifting their restrictions earlier this year. Uh, co-founder and group Managing Director of Apple Vacations uh, shared on The Breakfast Grill this morning whether business has returned to the pre-pandemic levels and how the demands of clients have changed. That's uh, Dato Sri Kol Yok Heng, the co-founder and Group Managing Director of Apple Vacations. Uh, we've got some messages and some more music to take us up to the top of the hour. And of course, we'll be back same time, same place tomorrow here on Enterprise on BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.